Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday, and happy St. Patrick's Day, and no... I'm actually surprised to see so many of you on the lines already because it is St. Patrick's Day. So I guess you're going to do your your frolicking and have your fun after our show, which is a good thing. Um, I I am still trying to regain my composure because my darling producer, Sam, always says really crazy things to me, like within two minutes of going on the air, and then I have to remember what I was going to talk about because he has me laughing so hard I can't even see straight. So if you guys ever do a radio show of your own, make sure you have a really good producer. That's all I have to say because they, they're they godsend. Sam's been with me for four years. I love you, Sam. You're crazy. You make me, you make me nuts. So, But thanks for the laugh. So today we are talking about a topic that's not really a laughing matter. It's quite serious, which is the Akashic Records. And I know that people are very, um, well, I shouldn't say very, but some somewhat familiar with the with the records. I mean, we've been talking about it in this community for, for a few years now. But um for those of you who are new, we're gonna go over a little bit about the uh, you know, what they are. And also, you know, when we think about the Akashic records, well I'll just say what they are now. They are actually a record of your soul's lifetimes and of and in between lifetimes too. So what you did in between each lifetime and what you do during and what you've done in all of your different lifetimes and all of your future time, your future lifetime. And that's what we're going to really start to get um, into today because when people think about the Akashic Records and they come to me for readings for Akashic readings, um, which we're doing a round of those now. I haven't done them actually for, I don't know, two years, a year and a half, something like that, I just for a while. And the grid changed. So the energetic grid advanced. And we the frequencies rose, and now we're getting into access into parts of the akashic that are that were not particularly focused on before, um, and and that is our future self. So we can see our soul and our soul lifetime. Um, you know, we can we can get access to the information. People have been very focused on past lives. They always want to go backwards, and it's kind of our natural way that we're brought up. Because even therapists, they say, okay, well, what happened in your childhood, and you know, in history, history repeats itself, and we need to know everything that happened behind us so we can know what's happening going forward. And to be honest, there's, you know, linear time is, is really a construct to keep us organized and not chaotic, but really, we really don't have linear time. We really have present time. And so you're going to hear me talk about backwards and forwards today just for the sake of organization, so you can get your head wrapped around it in a, you know, mental way and the construct of what our limited mental minds can handle, but remember that every dimension, every lifetime that you've ever had is going on right now simultaneously, and there are a variety of versions of you available to you, okay? So 
um, one of the things we talked about my my uh, opening the channel level one, level two, and the level three class that I'm teaching right now, our uh, multidimensional manifesting lab, is about accessing the various versions of ourselves to help us in the present moment. So you, you know, you can you can do a lot of things as far as acquisition and you know manifestation. But today, what I wanted to talk about is healing because there's so much within the Akashic Record that you can discover about yourself. And yes, you can use them, and we've done it quite successfully in our in our um, uh, calls that we've done so far, in both this round and the, the rounds of Akashic Record readings I've done before. Uh, you can access stuck places and, you know, what's the origin of this relationship or that relationship and how can I move forward and, and how can I, you know, you know, how can, why is this still sticking me, you know, these kinds of things. But now what has come up is the ability to go in and actually find out deeper things. Like, um, let's say you have chronic financial issues where you're always kind of running behind financially or um, running out of money right before, you know, something good happens or this type of thing. And and it feels like this constant loop and that's something that you just can't get out of. You can go in and ask the records, what's the origin of that? You can also ask the records to now record financial freedom for you and unlock you from that pattern. And you can do that for relationships. You can do that for money. You can do that for health. You can do that for, you know, career, parenting, all any issue you can think of, you can apply and work with it in the Akashic Records. So I wanted to do this call today to bring this to your attention because, you know, understanding your own personal, uh, you know, rule book or personal playbook that, you, that you've developed to date is super, super, super helpful. And I know I had not done my own personal, because I can do my own readings for myself on the Akashic, and I had not done a reading for myself in easily a year. And this time when I went in, the kinds of questions I wanted to ask were so different than, you know, a year, two, three years ago. So, so different because I've evolved, you know. So, um, you know, there's, there's plenty, there's plenty to, to gather um, in, the, in the Akashic. So, Let's talk about what it actually looks like. So first of all, the Akashic Records are very, very, very um, rule-bound. There are a lot of rules when you're dealing with the Akashic. First of all, they have to be open properly and they have to be closed properly. Your private energetic record of your soul, you cannot, you don't want anybody to be involved in that, you know, or try to access that without proper access, without it being you or you know, a designated person that you're having to assist you in in getting access to it. The other thing is that we used to not be able to get access to our records until we passed away. And we were kind of in between that, that, you know, when we just passed away, then we do what they call the life review. But because of our forward momentum and our evolution, we're now able to do this and do a living life review. So we don't have to die and come back to start over again the way we have in, in, in past, you know, generations. Um, past history. So now you can literally go in and and ask a view, um, and and we'll get into that in a minute. But that's it's very very exciting. So anyway, we have an opening prayer, a very special opening prayer 
that we do to open the record. And we also have a special closing prayer to close the record. So it's a very, um, you know, specific kind of a process. And when we open your record, we use your legal name, so your full legal name in this lifetime. Now, understand that that legal name that you have in this lifetime actually translates into numbers. And everyone has a soul number. And that's really how you're governed by in the, the greater part of you, okay? So you might be, you know, I might be Mari this lifetime, but my soul number stays the same across all lifetimes. So that soul number comes up, that's what's in the, in the Akashic. So your name translates into that number. And so so for this, for at, at this point, what we do is we take the prayer, we use your legal, full legal name, and we open up the record. And the way, the clairvoyant vision that I've always received as to how it looks is that we go forward almost on a, like a, a pathway. We're walking on a pathway together, and we're walking out to a big building that looks like, a, like the White House in Washington, D.C., U.S. White columns, except that it's elevated. It's not, like, attached to the ground. Um, and when we go in there, when, when we get up to the door, and we, and you, you know, the, we, I say the records are now open, and the door opens, we step into a chamber which is very similar, very much like a courtroom. So to the right-hand side, you know, you have, a, like, the middle open areas, but to the right-hand side is where the jury, like, where the jury would sit in a courtroom. And that whole area is where all your ancestors and loved ones, um, you know, sit. And then on the back wall is where all the scrolls are. That's where all the records are, on the back wall. So this is all symbolic, okay? We're trying to give you a very, you know, a picture that your mental mind can handle. And so on that back wall is all the scrolls of every single being that's ever had a lifetime. And so the keepers of the records have their back turned to us. They never, ever make eye contact. They're focused on making sure that your records are always sealed until you open them properly and that they are closed properly and they're always guarded so no one has access to those, you know, other than you and the guides that, you know, you call forward. And so um, then at, then there's a center island, kind of marble center island, where I've always been shown where the they put the scroll of you on there so it's like your book, your records, and that's where you ask your your questions and they go through and they, um, you know, answer the questions. Now, it's interesting because um, those are your masters and teachers uh, of the records, okay? And those are the ones who are answering the questions. It's interesting because the way you ask a question in an Akashic uh, session is very different than the way you would ask in a regular, like, angel reading type of thing. So um, no one else can listen to your Akashic reading as well. It's very taboo to have anybody else other than you and the person who's, you know, interpreting for you uh, in that session. So it's not like we're, we're not going to do Akashic record readings on the air, which is not going to happen because, you know, we need specific names and it's a very, very private focus thing. But um, when you when you do open those records in the way that you ask your questions, you're not asking, well, what can you just tell me what's happening for me in relationship? Which I hate those questions. Um, what you what you are asking is very specific kinds of questions to um, garner gather research gather information. So you might say, 
what is the origin of the recurring pattern that I have with men who abandon me? What is the, um, you know, what is the, the, the process of healing from that? What do I need to know most right now about my finances that would free me from the recurring pattern of XYZ? Okay? You can also ask for what part of me needs strengthening the most. So, like, you know, am I, you know, if you feel your self-esteem needs work, self-love, you can ask, how can I get a higher level of self-love? Okay? And then, you know, things like, um, uh, you know, life purpose and and, and life directions and all that kind of stuff is, is, is very good. You can also ask about things like judgment, you know, how can I um, release the need to be judgmental? Or where does my pattern of, of casting judgments, especially on myself, you know, start from? Okay, so that's kind of ways that you can work in the cast. You can also ask, what's the origin of this, my relationship with my daughter, XYZ, or my relationship with my son or my husband? Or what's the origin with my mom? And it's amazing. I was doing reading uh, yesterday, in fact, and, and all last week, and I think the week before, <laughs> they all run into each other at this point, and um, they and it was it was fascinating because people were really going by the rules because you literally if you don't have the questions you can't we can't do the reading so, but um, because the the records only go by the question and answer they not go off and expound on you know everything that's going to happen to you for the next you know five lifetimes, but um, some of the amazing things that people were asking about recurring pattern and how quickly like I had one gal she had 10 questions and when they finished with the first answer she says oh my gosh I I don't have any more questions because that answered all of the other nine questions so she came up with other ones and we worked through that um, but it was very it was very cool to see how they really just they, they're like stealth farmers they just go right straight to the uh, to the core you know and um, a lot of times what you're praying for is not necessarily what you're really praying for. So if you're praying for, like, let's say, money, the perfect husband, you know, material type of thing, um, a lot of times what you're really praying for is safety, a sense of safety. Uh, and if you look at that sense of safety, let's say you're, 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 you know, rather controlling or you find that you're over-organized or you find that you're, you know, people tell you, gosh, you know, you don't, you need to let go and, and breathe and all that. And you realize that, wait a second, I, when you get into the records and you start saying, well, why am I, you know, without this person or why am I yearning for so-and-so, for a person so badly, they'll say your core thing is safety. And then you start to see how that core thing for safety maps through every piece of your world, like every the way that you're reacting in one scenario and then to the next, it could be in your work and in your body and in your um, relationships with your family and in your relationship with your money and your relationship with your sex and relationship with, you know, your you know spouse or loved one, you know, significant other or lack thereof. You can see that that theme of safety, trying to be safe, is running through all the different areas of your life. This is how, that's the goal in the Akasha. That's the goal because when you sort out that, that's when 
everything, all of the old constructs start to collapse. And when they start to collapse, you get space. And when it, when you have the space, you can create. Okay? And when you're looking for space, you can create. And that is super important because creation does not come during clutter. I always say God will never deliver a million dollars into chaos. You really have to, when you want, you know, big money or even basic money, you need to be organized so that you know these are my debts and without judgment, these are my, you know, bills without judgment and this is what I desire for disposable income and this is what I need. You know, you really need to be um, organized. God won't deliver a million dollars to the chaos. Why? Because it sets you up to be in trouble. That million dollars runs out. You don't know how to repeat steps to create it or um, you're not organized and then, you know, you start buying stuff and then you get yourself into worse debt and, you know, lose everything and then you're worse off than you were before. So it's very important to be organized. The Akashic records can really help that process along uh, because you start to get down to the origin. You know, it's like going down to the root and pulling up from the root. Very, very powerful. Very powerful. So uh, one of the other exciting things that um, I personally discovered and was delving deeper into the records um, I've been working and teaching a lot. My classes have been really fun as of late. Um, buzzing, lots of buzzing about multidimensionality and our ability, you know, understanding that, you know, if you have all these past lifetimes, wouldn't it make sense that you have a bunch in the future too? And wouldn't it make sense, since there is no time, that you have simultaneous lifetimes going on, you know, at all times? And it's true, you do. People think, oh, you know. So when I talk about that big ball of energy that we are and then we go into this symbol of a body for a lifetime, well, guess what? Within that big ball of energy that you are, the big, your, 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 you know, your parent company, if you will, your bigger version of you, and you have that piece of you right now that might be, you know, Anne-Marie or, you know, Maria or Susie or whatever your name is in this, in this lifetime. That's just one symbol. But guess what? You have thousands of other symbols of you having that lifetime to progress your overall go forward simultaneously. So you can access the version of you that already has money. You can access her or him. You can access the frequency of that person and you can bring that frequency into your waking state now and operate from that new frequency and have money. Same thing with relationships. Okay, there's a version of you that's in the you know relationship that you ultimately desire, and you know, and it's healthy and exciting, and you know all those good things, and you can connect with the version of you that's already there, and then merge with that version of you, and then bring that back into your waking state. So when you are familiar though with your akashic, now that's that's multidimensional training, that's different, a little bit of a different topic, but I wanted to bring it up because it's exciting. I use it all the time. My clients are using it like crazy. My my advanced gals are just going nuts with it and doing super well. And um, and it's a relief because now, you know how many how much intelligence you can garner, how many solutions you can get, just infinite number of possibilities and solutions when you recognize that there's infinite versions of you. 
and that there is a version of you that already has solved the problem. Let's say you have this really hard issue and you haven't been able to figure out no matter what. And asking other people just isn't helping. And asking other people is, you know, just not working for you. Just, you're just not getting a solution. You can literally close your eyes and go to the version of you that's already solved the problem. You can go into the version of you that's eight hours ahead, meaning that that's like, you know, tomorrow when the problem is already solved. You can go to that version of you and say, what did I do to solve this? And bring that information back. So with the Akashic Record, what's really interesting is that when we open the records, and I was doing this myself the other day, um, I was I decided I'm tired of talking about the past. You know, everybody gets all caught up in it. And I've done enough of that work. So I said, you know, I want to really go into working with future future being, future self. And I went a thousand years forward to thirty fifteen. And and it was amazing what kind of insight and healing I was presented with. You know, I got um I in this vision that came through, I got a vitamin washer that just like literally wash my energy with the vitamins my body was missing and and the uh you know the the hormonal balancing and just all kinds of amazing amazing um tools that would you know that could still apply here but really aren't particularly accessible energetically unless you know how to do all this kind of stuff well in the akashic i said you know i asked if there's anything more we can do in the akashic and what they said is you can actually do healing now in the akashic now that we have the part of the grid, you know, now that everything is more advanced, you can actually ask for um, not just information about an origin of something or let's say about the origin of your, you know, financial, um, you know, woes or your, your recurring, you know, relationship issues. You can also say, can you please at this time heal this area now so that in all directions of time it is healed and I can move on. And it will be recorded in your records as healed. And then you move on. The lightness, I can't explain it. <laughs> you have to go through a, you know, actual private reading. But it's so hard to explain. But the, the, the lightness that comes, and it's very, um, it's kind of an ease. It's just this ease. It's not I dream of genie, bling, you know, okay, here's the lottery, you know. But there's a, there's a, a, a uh, a, a, a very light and bright sense of ease. Just like, wow, huh. And when you unlock some of these things, it's kind of like if, if you've ever gotten, I always use this example, uh, steaks cut in the, uh, caught in the back of your back tooth and you need a toothpick and you finally get it out and, like, you know, it leaves, you know, you know, the toothpick gets it out. That's literally what this feels like. It just is like that relief of that annoying thing. And the clarity, the clarity is just, I, I've always loved the Akashic Records for that because they, all, they have always been major, major clarifiers as long as the person is, you know, ready and willing to let go of whatever it is they're asking for. So super, super important to um, get connected to, you can read up on, you know, the Akashic Records certainly online. I, I have a special report on my website, a free special report all about the record. It doesn't go into the healing part of the part of this because that's something that's just literally come up in the last five, six days um, through my own channeling. That, but as soon as I got that and I saw myself um, 
I took several of my own issues into the records, and when I I got that information, I channeled it back, and I saw, like, whoa, like, the number of solutions started coming to me. And then in my real, you know, waking world without being in meditation, like my normal daily world, things just started to boom, 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 fall into place, you know, solutions coming up. Things coming up kind of in your face to be healed, but solutions, like, coming, kind of coming with them. Um, Fascinating, fascinating. So I just thought I had to... To bring this up, not only that we're going to shift the round of readings that I'm doing to healing with the Akashic Record readings, but also that I wanted to do talk about this on the show, so that even if you just want to do your own research and, and sort sort it out on your own, that you're recognizing that you can go in and actually have shifts and changes, not just read, you know, not just look at things that have been recorded, you know. So it's a really dynamic dynamic set of records and it's going to get even more so available to us. I know Lee Carroll is a good friend of mine and um, you know, channels Cryon. He talks a lot about the ecos of the Akash, you know. And Cryon has been talking a lot about accessing the records um over the last two, three years. Um after twenty twelve, you know, we just there's just access to so much more stuff. And we have the grid to be able to perceive it, which is, is nice, you know. So uh, it's just a, it's a really powerful, you know, thing to, to to take hold of. And I suggest that in your own, um, you know, spiritual toolkit, uh, you have your your you know your own spiritual library of your books and your iPods with your different you know spiritual information, guided meditations, and all that kind of stuff. Having a you know a fairly regular um, access to your Akashic records can really help to accelerate. Is it the be-all, end-all, only thing you'll ever need to fix everything in your life? No, of course not. You have to always maintain yourself. That's what we call an energetic hygiene. You have to, on an ongoing basis. But is it something that, you know, you have a, a, an annual or quarterly session um, or, or start to, you know, do your own journaling and, and start to ask for access to your own records and, and sort of journal that out? Absolutely. You definitely want to con- confront that, to cons- consult that, because it does accelerate things. And when things are accelerated, um, you can move on, you know, you can move on and get to the good stuff. And that's really where we're leading to now. We're really getting into uh, a time now where learning our lessons through joy is going to be much more prevalent, you know, because people don't have no idea how to deal with joy. We've gotten really, really good about dealing with pain and defining ourselves from our sadness and our pain and competing with each other to say who has it worse. No, you think you have it bad. Oh, I have it even worse. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. But we're really moving towards what will make your heart sing. What, you know, what can you do to, um, can you choose to eliminate the need for many of these patterns and to actually, you know, start to think about the idea of ease and joy and possibility and openness and spaciousness, loneliness as emptiness, as depression, as boredom. And it's not at all. What it is, spaciousness is the point of creation. And the more space you can create by not having all these hang-ups and all these issues, the ease you can have to allow these things to just come through. Because everything that you desire exists. It's kind of like the sun and the clouds, you know. 
all the frenetic, you know, patterns and all my habits and all my past lives. And I have people get on the phone with me, and I'm telling you, I'll start a reading, and they can go for a good 15 minutes telling me all the stories and all the reasons why. And, and I say one thing, and then they go into why that's not true and why it shouldn't be true and why could this could be and that could be, and they've done this and they've done that and they've done this, and they don't even hear what I say at all. So they're so caught up in their story and justifying the story and justifying all the things that have happened because of the story and from the story and all the other people that are, you know, et cetera, et cetera, involved. And so um, it's it's something that can be, you know, certainly frustrating for me as a practitioner, but more frustrating for you because you're not, you're spinning. And people like to be safe in their spin a lot of times. They don't really want to have that leap forward. But when you have the courage to leap forward or even to just move forward, you'll be amazed at how, um, there's plenty of challenge in learning how to live through joy. So why not let a little bit of it in so you can get to practice, right? All right, we're going to take a quick break. If you'd like to call in to ask a question, which I see the lines are really filled up today, again, it's the spring weather, um, the number to call in is 347-215-9485. 347-215-9485. When we come back from the break, um, we'll get started with the readings. So, I'm Mario listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back. Back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Are you 
living the life you are really meant to live? Soul Lifetimes Magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire. When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. Soul Lifetimes Magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Hello, we are back. John Mari, you're listening to the Aha uh, Moments radio show. And today we are talking about the gold you can uncover in your Akashic records. And I'm very excited about um, about doing those sessions. Just uh, so you know, if you'd like to get an actual Akashic reading with me, um, you can make sure you subscribe to our email, uh, to our e-zine, because our, our email list because announcements that have been going out and the new healing for the uh, healing with the Akashic record readings. I just sent the announcement out. I believe it was yesterday. So if you're on our list, you already have it. If not, um, or if you have some issues finding it, we did not put it on the website yet. I I have Shannon. She's she's busy, so I'm trying to, you know, we'll get it up there. But if you uh, want the link and for me to forward you that email, if you didn't already get it, you can write us an e- send us an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com. So aha moments with an S, inc.com. Support at ahamomentsinc.com. Okay, so um, we have, I, I added in a bunch of spots just because this whole healing thing came up. And I knew, and I've been getting a lot of people wanting these readings. I was really, I'm not surprised, but it's always fun to see that everybody kind of, you know, jumps on board when we announce something like that. Um, all right, so let's see here. We have a lot of you have called in. Let me give you the ground rules for our reading. First of all, I need a specific question. Please do not say, what do you see for me in the future about a relationship? That's not, we're on a radio show, so we have like six and We don't have, you know, there's not time really for the for the big, long, uh, kind of just off in the ether's general question. So the ones that work better are the ones where you can be, um, you know, more specific. And I know Sam has probably said that to you as he was, you know, screening the calls. But if um, if he didn't, then I just wanted to make that clear. And um, and if you can come up with something specific and that has to do with that was better for the rest of the group from here, that's even better. Okay, so we're going to get started. And um, the first person... Is Nathaniel from California? Hi, Nathaniel. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. What's your question? 
Um, you know, I'm looking for a job in maybe Hollywood or something, and um, I, I wanted to see if you see me moving there. Um, I think if you get more specific about where you want to be and you start to focus on creating that, I think you absolutely can do, move there. Are you in, in a creative industry? Yeah, I applied for a job as a music host. Okay, okay. Yeah, it feels like it feels like it's going to be some good um, uh, some good um, support for you there. I would say Venice is probably better than Hollywood for you. Just feels like your energy is in alignment with that. And that's, you know, definitely a cult of, you know, a whole slew of musicians are in that area. But Venice feels, you know, very, very aligned with you. That's that's the most important thing. And what I would suggest you do, though, is don't throw caution up to the wind. I would get very specific about what you're looking for as far as work and what you're looking for as far as lifestyle and how you want to live. And don't be afraid to sort of put it out there and kind of command it so, as opposed to, oh, I wonder if this could work. That kind of energy will never get it to you know, solidify for you. It'll make it harder and you'll be more subject to, you know, weird things happening. So get very focused and I think you're on you're on your way. It feels, it feels good to me. It, feels, it does definitely feel good to me. It feels like you're in alignment with that area. So I hope that's helped. Okay, thanks. You're so welcome. Good luck. Okay, moving on to, uh, let's see, what do we have here? Okay, Hannah. In California. Hi, Hannah, another Californian. <laughs> Hi. Um, I was listening about the topic, uh, Kashuk uh, healing. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and there is, um, I can say that I'm, I just want to know if I'm healing from a relationship, which I'm 100%, I think, sure that was karmic and probably some kind of uh, past life um issue with this individual, but I'm just wondering where I'm at in the healing process and where I can um, further, you know, heal any any other... Um, well, I just want to say this. These are not Akashic Records that readings that we're doing right now because that requires a whole process, so I don't do those on the air. Yeah. Um, so that would require, you know, actually having an Akashic session. However... Um, it does feel like you've done a lot of good analysis on that situation, and then the, what you need to do right now to unlock it is to focus now on where you want to go instead of where you've been. That it feels like you know it's kind of been it's almost been like a, for lack of a better word, a pacifier. It's something that your head can rest on because it's kind of this like recurring thought. But now, what your guides are saying to me, what your angels are saying to me, is that. You have a little fear about the space of going forward. Like, just assume that's handled. Now, move forward. What's that thing that you need to move forward on? What's the most, the number one, this is the question you need to ask yourself. You don't have to answer that to me now. But what's that question, what's that thing that um, that if you shifted it would change everything? That's the question you need to ask yourself because it feels like you know, it's time for you to go broader in your life and get kind of out of the spin of, you know, these other people. Yeah, that's my realization, actually. That's really uh, what I feel now. Like, um, I just know that I do need to move forward, and it's interesting and it's peaceful knowing that that's what it is. I just need to move forward, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're in a good place. You're in a good place. Good work for you, too, huh? Good for you. A lot of people can't do that, so good for you. And I wish you all the best. I'm going to have to jump to the next caller, but thanks for calling in. Thank you. Okay. All right. 
Um, next we have, that's what actually Hannah had a good point. That was a good point is sometimes it's time to just be ready to move forward. That's it. It's just time to go, time to move forward. And um, when she was at that point and, and ready to go. So she does need a little validation and off she goes. All right. So next we have Catherine in San Francisco. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Hello. Uh, how are you? Um, I just moved here recently, and I'm not too clear on getting the job that's a good match for me because I've done a lot of jobs that I just like part of it. You know, so I really want to find a a job that's more in alignment with really what I want to do. Okay. So what's your question? Um, well, I'm, I guess I'm procrastinating. So how do I get through the, it's like a fear, a procrastination of something of, of moving forward into finding it. Okay. So it feels like one of the reasons why is because you have a conflict with what you think can make money and what you know makes your heart sing. And so you spin back and forth. And the part that can make you money doesn't make your heart sing. And the, and the part that um, makes your heart sing you don't think could make you money. But so that's the question you need to start asking your angels and guides. The archangel that you can speak with in, you know, you can use journaling or, you know, go out to the water. San Francisco has plenty of it. And just walk and ask the question is, you know, Archangel Shamuel, C-H-A-M-U-E-L, I talk about him pretty much every week because somebody has a career question. Uh, he can right. help you to really find find the work that makes your heart sing. And that's what you want to do is say, you know, what contribution, because work is a contribution, can I be that truly will um, make my heart sing and bring me more money than I know what to do with? And when right. you ask that question, you get a different kind of a less Hey, everybody, I lost Mari. Give me one second. I'm going to get her back. Okay. I'm sorry about that. I absolutely, I was blown off the call. I'm not sure what happened with that. So we are going to go back to Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hello? I'm sorry. Hi. Yep, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was kind of, the phone just cut off out of nowhere. Yeah. Like plenty of batteries. That is so weird. So the energy must be coming in really, really strong today. So, um, yeah, if you ask that question, uh, then you, what you're going to do is start to get an answer that's more integrated for you. And that's what you're really looking mm-hmm. for, is the kind of work that's more integrated. So that one is a magic, for whatever reason, it works like a charm with my clients and myself. It really does. So give that a shot and then, you know, call back in a couple of weeks and let us know how it goes. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Okay. So, sorry, you guys. I don't know what happened. Technology is really weird. Um, I wasn't even holding the phone. (laughs) Okay. So, let's see. We have Wendy in South Carolina. Hi, Wendy. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Um, My question is, is short. Should I give up on my marriage? Should you give up on your marriage? Wow. Um, 
you're you're someone that would benefit from knowing what the origin of that marriage is. That's for sure, um, because you've been together with him many lifetimes. So, but it feels more like it's a friendship than the kind of you know rock and sock and romance that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's funny because a lot of times I'll get a hard and fast yes, get rid of them. You know, <laughs> kind of thing, or no, don't 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 do it. I really get kind of what you what they're saying is you're free to move on. However, you haven't quite identified the lesson in it. And if you don't identify that, it's that energy, the frequency is going to shift enough for you to find someone that's very different from him. So what they're saying is don't focus too much on him right now. Start asking a different question. Instead of should I dump my husband, ask what in me do I need to know from this? What's the blessing? What's the gift? However you want to, you know, flower it up and ask. Or what is it that I should be getting from, you know, what is it that I need to know most right now? What are the, the layers here? So that for my own personal growth, so that I can move forward successfully. Um, yeah, that because is, that makes perfect sense because I I have memories of several lifetimes with him and it never ends good and I don't know if I should give up and that breaks the cycle or if there's something I need to do to fix it and that breaks the cycle. I have no clue. Okay, seriously? <laughs> I don't know what is going on. I have no idea. Sam, can you reconnect me to that person that we were talking to? Uh, I think it's Wendy in South Carolina. Okay, hi, Wendy. I'm sorry. Hi. That's <laughs> okay. Just, but the line just completely disconnected again. That was so weird. The phone is sitting like across the table. Okay. Um, did, you, did, you, did you get what I was saying about... Yes, yes. I said that makes perfect sense because I have memories of several past lifetimes with him and it never ends up good and I don't know if I'm supposed to give up to break that cycle or if there's something I'm supposed to do to fix it. I That's why I'm, I'm clueless I think here. The Akashic, honestly, I think the Akashic session would be a very good session for you or doing some research and working in them on your own because that's where a lot of that, you know, that deeper stuff that you can find it much more easily than with your analytical mind. Or you can go, um, like I said, to a body of water or whatever and just be very quiet and ask for those kinds of answers, you know. But asking a little differently, like what in me needs to shift. Remember, water seeks its own level, which is why you're being guided to heal you and you can even say, what will heal me that would enable me to jump into a much higher frequency relationship? Because your frequency and his frequency for you to be together has to be very similar. So you probably escalated because you're feeling that sense of wanting to, you know, move on. But um, And you have to kind of pull yourself down to stay because you're kind of, you know, banding now. And you have to, and I think one of the reasons why it feels so tight is because you have to ratchet yourself down to kind of be in the stay in the relationship. But definitely, exactly. Question, um, you know, what will help me to elevate my frequency so I can land in the type of relationship I truly want? And I would focus on that. And then the situation with your husband will easily sort itself out. It doesn't feel like it has to be this big, horrible, you know, hard kind of severing. 
Uh, so in answer to your question, should you, you know, leave your husband, I think you should ask some deeper questions before you make that decision. And I hope okay. that's helpful. Move on to the next person. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night. Um, okay. Let's see. We have uh, Ellen in New York. Hi, Ellen. Did we lose her? Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Now we have Eric in Virginia. Hi, Eric. Hello. Oh, hi, Eric. There you are. Yes, yes, he he uh, just uh, put me on the air there. Yeah. Um, I am curious. When do you see me getting in a relationship again? One that is actually, um, I'm actually with with somebody because I'm in a sort of friendship over Skype with somebody. But that's she's she's far away, and I don't uh, I don't think it's going to um, become anything. But um, when do you see a real uh, relationship coming? Well, it sounds like I was hearing April and May. Somewhere in between April and May, you'll meet somebody. I don't think you know the person yet. And it mm-hmm. does feel like it would be um, when you're doing something that makes your heart sing. So really focusing on play as opposed to you're very cerebral with this process you know, kind of looking for, you know, the, you know, almost like interviewing um, the people, you know, like a job interview. And so I would highly recommend that you stay focused on play, you know, letting yourself go out and really be into your interests, into your hobbies. And, and you know, like guys, guys generally don't really think too much about all this <laughs> they kind of just move along the way. The women are the ones who freak out constantly. Oh my god! Oh my god! What is you gonna, you know? And so, so your analysis and your kind of um, your, your heart is very guarded. From what I'm hearing, your heart is very guarded. It feels like you're, um, you know, you've been hurt. And it's funny because men get yeah. hurt. You know, women get hurt over and over and over and over and over again, and they're slogging through. Men get hurt one time, and it's like, okay, the next one, it, you know. I'm going to have like a whole dissertation, like a whole printout of what's going to happen with this one before I'm going to jump back in. So, um, yeah, so your energy already feels softer, and I think that's the thing that that's, might be holding you up a little bit is that your business-like approach to the dating pool is, um, while it might seem a little safer for you, isn't really going to get you the kind of person that you really want that's going to, you know, make you flutter inside and that's that I know that's what you're looking for but that also requires being willing to be a little vulnerable and a little forgiving that she's not perfect and uh, and remember again if you really want to find that person that you know makes your heart sing then you want to make sure that you are also if you look at your list of what you want in a person and you look down you um make sure you're all those things yourself and that's going to make sure the frequency is in alignment because, like I said, water seeks its own level, especially in relationships. So that frequency has to be, you know, in alignment. If you're, you know, with someone who's boring you, it's probably because you're not giving enough of your own heart energy to it. So it requires kind of that vulnerable space on both sides. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. Um, I mean, I see exactly what you're saying in terms of being in the right 
space, I guess uh, would yeah. be a word for yeah. it, and 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 that you, what you mirror comes back to you. Yeah, absolutely. Energy and, wise, yeah. Yeah, and if you want somebody who's kind of like it feels to me like you like that kind of bright, effervescent kind of a girl who's kind of you know easygoing, easy on the eyes, of course, but who's easygoing yeah. and is not too hung up and not too you know competitive and 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 right. kind of just just easy. Like you're looking for ease, but yeah. you're hung up and tight, and, <laughs> oh, and, oh, and you're waiting for her to show you first, and then you'll say, "Okay." Once she shows me that she's all the things I want, then I'll let my guard down. But she's going at it the same way as you are. She's looking and saying, "Well, you're so tight. My God, it just feels like a lot of rules. I gotta run, you know." And you're not gonna you're gonna end up not even being able to see her because she's not gonna be allowed to show her light. So you have to be willing to show a little bit of your light. Because it feels to me like you have a really great sense of humor and you have, you know, a little dry but funny and you're a super smart guy and successful and all that good stuff. Um, But there's a playful side to you too, kind of like this little practical joker kind of side to you that, you know, people need to see a little bit of that, especially in the dating pool. And I think then you're going to find that step above the basic, you know, we both go for coffee first, then we go for lunch, then we go for dinner, but we won't spend too much because what if we don't invest money and it doesn't make sense? You know, all that. You don't want to go through all that. Does that make sense? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just want it to click, and then, and then we yeah, don't have to think exactly. about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it will click when you let it click. You know what I mean? You're right there, So, and that's what they're saying. April, May is very close. April's not too far away, just a few weeks away as long as you can shift, and it already feels like your energy has shifted just a bit already just with this conversation, like you had a little bit of an aha moment. I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think so. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I do have a question. The, uh, do, do you think any of their name, their, their name would start with an S? And I, I, I just lay that out because I have met two people in the last over the last let's say month with an s starts with an s, or like a sort of s sound in their in their um um i you know what i don't make things up i'm not getting an initial per okay. se but what okay. i what i'm looking at is the energy and i think it wouldn't hurt you to practice raising a tr- you know testing out because really what you're looking about looking at is not the issue of the initial or is this the person or that the person. It's really about the lesson here for you is raising your vibration so that you can attract multiple versions of the person. You know, and then you pick then you pick, you know, what feels the best out of several that feel good instead of what feels the best out of a bunch of duds. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Get your energy. Get, this is about you working on your frequency for a couple of weeks, and then you'll see. You'll see she'll, she'll emerge. And whether it's one of these escrows, you know, remember, you attracted these escrows in the vibration before you got on the call with me. So let's see what you attract now that you shifted, because it feels like your frequency went up. Interesting. Okay, off, well. But I hope that works. I hope that helps, rather. I know it will work. Thank you. Just do it. Just <laughs> do it. Very right. welcome, Mary. Just do what I say. <laughs> Thank and you. Be fine. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. (laughs) You're so welcome. All right. Take care. All right. Oh, my goodness. What a night. That's so fun. I love guys. Thank you for the guys who call in. That's so nice. 
I'm not going to love all you gals, but it's nice for us to have a little testosterone along besides Sam behind the scenes. Um, all right. Well, I think we are hitting the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. If you'd like to get more uh, into your Akashic Records as a private session, please email me at support at ahamomentsinc.com, and we will make sure that you get uh, the latest info. If you'd like to get the free special report on the Akashic Records, you can certainly do that at ahamomentsworld.com. It's, it's right there. It should be, I think, on the homepage, or if you look under free reports on the navigation bar, it'll be there. Um, so you can learn more about that. And regardless of how you, you know, get your, get a hold of it and get into your records, it's really, really a wonderful resource for you that I highly suggest that all of you, you know, add into your your high, your energetic uh, manual basis. So with that all being said, I will see you this time next week, same place, same time, and we'll end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want you absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. And happy St. Patty's Day. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there